I still have a little imposter syndrome. It doesn't go away. That feeling that you shouldn't take me seriously. What do I know? I share that with you because we all have doubts in our abilities about our power and what power is. That is a quote from Michelle Obama talking about how she sometimes has a little bit of imposter syndrome. What's up guys? Welcome to part four of the Talk About Self-Sabotage series on the Vibe podcast. This is also episode 16 of season two and we are four episodes away from the season finale. That is right. Um, Season two (laughs) is ending at um, episode 20. I'm just going to take a little break then come back with a new season and see what that has in store for me and for you. Okay, so as you guys can see by the title and have heard by the intro that we are talking about imposter syndrome and imposter syndrome is definitely something that I suffer from and it seems like I suffer from all of these <laughs> these habits of these self-sabotaging habits and I seem like I'm a very self-sabotaging human being. Um, but no, on a, on a, on a serious note, um, imposter syndrome is something that I wouldn't necessarily say I've, I experienced my entire life. Um, it definitely crept in when I started my career in advertising and when I started podcasting. Um, and prior to all of that, never, ever had I ever felt like an imposter, even in new spaces that I was not familiar with. I had never felt that way. And... When it came to advertising, I got in fresh out of, you know, school and it was not like I had any prior experience within that field. So I had other experience, work experiences, but never within the advertising field. And then when it came to podcasting, podcasting, um, I started podcasting last year during level five lockdown and... I hadn't been exposed to as many podcasts and podcasting is wasn't back then it wasn't a, a space where you know especially in South Africa that was huge and, and well known and there weren't a lot of um, podcasts that I was exposed to you know I had like a couple of podcasts that I listened to and not a lot of people in my circle or a lot of people that I knew listened to podcasts you know so I got into a a space that was not so popular, you know, and I don't know, I just fell in love with podcasting and I did it, you know, and the reason why I feel imposter syndrome within this space is because the moment I started podcasting and doing research around podcasting and what that's about, I started to kind of like, am I in the right space? Like, am I doing the right thing? You know, you listen to other podcasters and they sound so fresh and so clean. And, you know, you start to feel like, yeah, no, maybe, you know, people like my podcast, but mm, is it really that good? You know, there's a lot of self-doubt that comes with um, imposter syndrome. But you know what? I want to get into a more textbook definition because there's people who've never suffered from imposter syndrome. There are people who've never even heard of imposter syndrome. So let's get into the definition and hopefully that can kind of like explain what it is and I'll try and simplify the explanation okay so imposter syndrome is a psychological pattern in which an individual doubts their skills talents or accomplishments and has persistent internalized fear of being exposed as a fraud so this mostly um 
occurs in high achieving individuals right um despite despite um external evidence of their competence they are convinced that they are frauds and do not deserve all they have achieved they attribute their accomplishments to lack or anything other than their achievements right so basically what imposter syndrome is is you feeling like an imposter within your life or the spaces that you are in and as much as you have proved in your work or in your craft that you belong there because of your skills and your talents and even accomplishments awards or whatever you still feel like you are a fraud and it's a very weird phenomenon because it's you feel like you're a fraud even though you have the work to back you up you feel like a fraud even though there are people that have praised your work and appreciate your work you feel like a fraud even though you have somewhat cemented yourself in the space um you still you still tend to feel like a fraud and it manifests itself in very different ways with people depending on your personality and but one of the typical ways that it manifests itself is by you feeling fake um you know you downplaying your achievements um and fear of evaluation or fear of review because you're like okay they're definitely gonna see that i'm a fraud like they're definitely gonna look at my work and see like there's a gap here or there's like a hole and then that's gonna expose the fact that i'm a fraud and you also have this fear of failure or this fear of success you know and it sounds a little like all the other previous self-sabotaging habits you know they have the same type of there's like a, a loop that happens you know um, a consistent loop of like fear you know and it, it sucks man it really really sucks because it, it doesn't matter how hard you work at what you're doing but if you still have that internalized fear of being exposed nothing will ever validate the work nothing will ever validate what it is that you do and um so while i was doing my research right um i came across an article that was written by dr r dr pauline r clance and dr suzanne a imes i hope i'm pronouncing her surname correctly and this article was written in 1978 and the name of the article is the imposter phenomenon in high achieving women dynamics and therapeutic invention right if you guys want to ever check it out so basically in the article they did research and they investigated these women and they wrote about like um how they are affected in um in the high valued positions or professions how they are affected by imposter syndrome and after having doing these investigations and you know having do like doing their research, they came across, well, they, they came to the conclusion that imposter syndrome can be distinguished um, by six dimensions, you know? And I'm going to go through these di- dimensions and I think we've all gone through, if you suffer from imposter syndrome or if you don't even know that you suffer from imposter syndrome, this might be an aha moment for you. I don't know. <laughs> but I definitely have gone through some of these dimensions and phases and 
it sucks it sucks it really sucks <laughs> okay so the first dimension is the imposter cycle right so let me explain this so how the imposter cycle works is you receive a task and immediately immediately almost immediately you look at this task and it looks bigger than Mount Kilimanjaro and you just get feelings of anxiety self-doubt and you're like how am I going to do this I can't I, I really what am I going to do you know and once you've gone through those feelings of anxiety and self-doubt two things could happen depending on who you are either you'll procrastinate or you'll over prepare and usually like we spoke about in my previous episode I think it's part two is when it comes to procrastination you're going to do the work but you're going to do it under a lot of pressure and you're going to do it in a hurry because all you're trying to do is just get it done and once you get a pat on your back like oh that was such a great episode or that was such a great pitch or that was such a great art piece you know instead of attributing it to your talent or your skill of drawing or podcasting or youtubing or you know graphic design you're gonna say it's luck because of how quickly you got it done but also how great it was and you don't you're not gonna take credit for the fact that you did that because you are talented and skilled at that um and the over preparation part is you're gonna look at this brief you're gonna look at this assignment and you're gonna start working at it immediately and you're going to prepare and prepare and do your research and all of that and you're going to get it done and then you're going to feel like it's still not enough even though you know you got it done and you're going to start feeling like very scared to get it evaluated I think for both not just over the preparation people but the procrastination people you're also going to have that fear of evaluation like oh they're going to know they're going to know that I did it quickly and they're going to know that I procrastinated, you know, and you just get this feeling of anxiety. And like, for example, let me make an example with myself, like podcasting, right? So I will think of an idea on what to podcast about or I'll already have an idea and, you know, I have to start doing my research and I'll do my research and make sure that it makes sense to me so that I can articulate it you know the best way that I can and try not to use like huge you know words and just layman terms so that you know we understand each other and um so I don't have to over explain as well um and I'm not undermining your your intelligence guys (laughs) don't get me wrong that is not what I'm doing I just feel like you know when things are easier to um when it's easier to explain it's easier to understand um so yeah so I would do like a lot of research on my topics or on my conversation especially for the one-on-one episodes and I would then get here and I'm recording as I am as I do and immediately after recording I'm like yeah no yeah without even listening to it I'm like yeah no that was completely horrible why did I say it like that why didn't I say it like that and I get this anxious feeling when it's time to listen to the episode and even after I've listened to the episode and I'm happy with how it sounds and I'm happy with um, how the message was brought across and I'm happy with the sound even if I'm not really happy with the sound but I decide okay cool I'm going to release the episode regardless um, especially when it comes to the sound because there's some things that like I can't control 
but when it comes to the content if i'm happy with the content and i'm like you know what i'm gonna release this the anxiety that i get you guys oh my good the anxiety that i get to go onto twitter go onto instagram go onto my whatsapp and say hey guys the episode is out the first hour that it's out i just i'm an anxious ball of just anxiety like literally it's the worst feeling because i'm always just like oh someone what if someone you know what i mean like i just get so anxious and yeah it's a very sucky feeling um the second dimension is the need to feel special or the need to feel like you are the best and this is where usually two things come into play perfectionism and seeking validation from outside people um when it comes to perfectionism especially if you have like a team um you tend to micromanage and you don't want to delegate and even when you are delegating you micromanage and that causes burnout and when it comes to um seeking validation from outside people is the moment you don't get that value like people don't understand that not everyone is gonna say congratulations well done all the time and the moment you don't get that, it kind of like makes you feel insecure and you're like, oh, yeah, no one said anything. So that means it wasn't that great. And when it comes to being a perfectionist, I don't necessarily think that that's a bad thing. I just think that it can be used in a much more positive way. Right. And yeah, it can be used in a much more positive way to just create quality work and work that you are happy with. Um, the third dimension is developing characteristics of superwoman or superman um, tendencies or characteristics rather. Um, and this says it like superman, superwoman. When we think that, we think hero. We think coming to someone's rescue. We think superpowers and nothing can stop them, right? And that's exactly what it is. You start to develop, you know, this habit of always wanting to work hard and you know even when you're not stressed when you're not working you're stressed out because you feel like you're missing something or you you missed something or you always feel like you need to be on top of your game and always at coming to everyone's rescue and you always want to work so that you can prove your work your worth you know and that's exactly what it is and this could also be very self-sabotaging because you can't always be working you can't always be trying to prove your worth to people you know if you've done good before you can continue to do good without needing you know the approval of other people the fourth dimension is fear of failure this usually occurs in the natural genius as these doctors call them but also i mean in layman terms the overachiever right so we all know the overachiever the person who's always doing good always getting high marks always on their game always you know on top of shit right and usually the psyche thing about being an overachiever is that you they master things all the time right they always get things right but the moment they don't master something, they tend to feel some sense of shame or embarrassment. And that then stops them from trying new things. So they'll avoid trying new things because of the fear of failure. Um, the fifth dimension is denial of ability and discounting praise. So when it comes to denial of ability, is like you downplay your ability, um, like, oh, 
your YouTube channel is so great, girl. Like, yeah, it's I, you know, but have you seen Nigas Manban, you know? Um, or, oh my gosh, your work is so good. Like, yeah, no. Yeah, I guess so, but it's not as great as Nigas Manban, you know? Um, or someone's like, hey, could you, could you please help me out with this? Like, I, I need this design and whatever. Oh, no, I'm, man, I'm not that good, but I know someone who can do it. That's very self-sabotaging because you are denying yourself of opportunities to be great. You know, you're not allowing yourself to grow. You're not allowing yourself to work at what you're good at. And discounting praise, obviously getting a compliment and being like, nah, downplaying it and not really taking, you know, the praise and letting it build you and make you feel good about yourself. The last dimension is feeling fear or guilt about success this definitely goes hand in hand with the fear of failure um but usually how this would play out is you don't want to get to this high level and then fall you know it's like that whole saying of the higher you go the harder the fall um and you don't want to get to that level to level 10 and fall down or not be able to maintain the standard and everyone is looking at you like oh and definitely if you're on top and if you're famous and if you're well-known and if you are that person, um, you're going to be known, you know, you're going to be known um, as a successful person and you somewhat need to maintain that standard of success or you feel that way rather. And I think like this definitely happens with celebrities and I would get why celebrities or well-known people um, definitely suffer from imposter syndrome. Like even Maya Angelou, guys, like um, she... she she said something and I quote, um, I've written 11 books, but each time I think, uh-oh, they're gonna find me out now. I've run a game on everybody and they're gonna find me out. Like, Maya Angelou just stated that she's written 11 books of which were probably successful because then we wouldn't know who Maya Angelou is um, if her books weren't that successful. And she's still after writing 11 books each time she thinks someone is going to read my book and they're going to be like actually ma'am what are you saying you know they're going to read her book and be like no man what is what is this lady saying you know and i guess it's a it's a it's a it's a valid feeling to feel like not insecure but afraid of what people are going to say um, because not everyone is going to like what you do, but you tend to feel like not everyone is going to like what you do when you're going through the feelings of imposter syndrome. Um, but there's a way to overcome it. And I think I've said this in my previous episodes that these habits, these self-sabotaging habits, they are, they take time to, to get like, they, they take time to, um, overcome and the reason being is because you they're so entrenched in who you are. There are habits that you've developed. There are coping mechanisms that you have developed. And you need to unlearn them. And they don't go away like overnight. You need to replace those habits with new positive habits. And doing that is kind of scary. And it's coming out of your comfort zone. So definitely it takes one decision and one day at a time to overcome these habits so with imposter syndrome you need to recognize when you start feeling that way like the moment you start feeling like an imposter 
you need to kind of go into your head and be like okay cool now i'm starting to feel like this and you also need to like recognize that as much as people are experts or look like experts to you they also started somewhere they didn't start as as these professionals it's like when you're driving a car guys like or drivers right they will hoot at learner drivers as if they were born out of their mother's womb driving a car when that isn't even the case right so we need to be very understanding when it comes to learner drivers because we also had to learn you know it wasn't like i came out of my mama's womb with a driver's license you know and yes it may have been easier for other people but at the end of the day you had to learn you know um so yeah everyone started somewhere everyone started at the bottom and they are where they are because they worked um and they have more experience and sometimes that's that's all it is they just had more time um doing it than you did and it's hard to take away the fact that they are experts but you just need to bear in mind that you can also get to that level with time and um progress so the next way that you can overcome is accepting help without feeling inadequate um, allow people to help you and that way you will grow that way that's how the pro the progress is going to come into your life um, because you're going to start learning more about what it is that you do or more about the space that you're in and you should be able to accept help without feeling like oh, if I take this help they're gonna know I'm an imposter they're gonna know I'm a fraud so I don't want to do this anymore or I don't want to accept help because I got this no take the help You know, everyone needs help and that help is going to be beneficial to you. (laughs) Um, Also talk to someone about your feelings of being fraudulent. Um, Talk to a friend, you know, talk to somebody that you trust about your feelings and why you feel that way and unpack those feelings. I think unpacking your feelings kind of gives you an idea of what, what you're dealing with and why you are feeling the way that you feel. Um, And yeah, talk to someone that you trust. I think talking and just bola you know um getting it out is is very important um and also understand the type of person that you are so like i said imposter syndrome manifests itself in different ways depending on your personality or the person that you are so for example when it comes to being a perfectionist realize the fact that being a perfectionist is not necessarily a bad thing being a perfectionist just means that you care about the quality of your work And you pay attention to detail. And that's not a bad thing. But you should use that in a much more positive way. Um, And, you know, let that be beneficial to you and your work. As opposed to, you know, harmful to you and your work. Also develop a healthy response to failure. This is, I need help with that. Um, Developing a healthy response to failure and making mistakes. We need to allow ourselves to make mistakes and learn from them so that we can get better. Um, the only Getting help from other people is not the only way you can get better. But learning and then making a mistake and then, oh, okay, cool, and then doing it better next time, it just makes you, it sharpens you and sharpens your skills. So you're allowed to make mistakes. Never make people uh, make you feel like you're not. Um, visualize your success and go for it. Um, I think we all have dreams and we've all heard that if your dreams don't scare you, they're not big enough. That is the truth. I think there are so many people that we look up to that we are so um, 
inspired by and we admire and aspire to be like but those people are dreaming dreams that are huge or dream dreams that are huge and their dreams came true you know um to some to is one of the people that i can think of like right off the bat and she literally tweeted that that oh so it happens dreams do come true she's working with the likes of viola davis you know and that is a lot guys that is a lot for a south african girl i'm not saying south africa is a horrible country but to come out of africa and work in america with one of the biggest um african african american um actresses that's major for her that is a dream come true and if her dreams can't come true can come true sorry then why can't yours you know um so you need to visualize your success and work at it and go towards it you need to also reward yourself and back pat yourself on the back um and thank yourself for pulling through for yourself for pushing past the bullshit for fuck your feelings and going for it you know um say thank you to yourself thank you to yourself for allowing yourself to be great and also take compliments say thank you without you know being humble about it (laughs) and this could be a bad thing but you know like don't downplay yourself if you know you worked hard and you've been working hard just say thank you there's literally nothing wrong with saying thank you um you know without saying thank you yeah but no thank you and that's it that's it um also faking until you make it this is funny because it's very ironic to what we're talking about right because feeling like a fraud feeling like an imposter feels like you're faking it but to some extent you need to fake it (laughs) in order to overcome imposter syndrome you kind of need to fake it till you make it and you need to fake this sense of confidence this um you need to have courage in what you do because Imposter syndrome is a very fear-based um, mindset and feeling, right? So you need to have this sense of courage and bravery. And bravery and courage, to me, are very fake-it-till-you-make-it vibes. Like, they have, they have their fake-it-till-you-make-it vibes. Because um, I'm going to read a quote by Nelson Mandela. And he was like, I learned that courage was not the absence of fear, but the triumph over it. The brave man is not he who does not feel afraid, but he who conquers that fear. Bravery is going out there, doing what you need to do, regardless of how your feet or how your legs are shaking, but you do it regardless. And that's exactly what I mean when I say fake it till you make it, is you going out, doing the work, doing what you need to do, regardless of the fact that you are scared and just having the courage and the bravery to to do it, you know? And... I definitely feel like this is something that I've been doing in my life. There are so many things that I'm uh, afraid of. Um, and there are so many things that I have, like podcasting, right? It's not something that I did immediately. I never like, oh, I fell in love with podcasting and I did it immediately. Um, if you guys have listened to my previous podcast like episode, like I think, I don't even know what episode to refer you guys to, but... It took a while for me. Like, my friends had to push me and push me and push me and be like, you started this podcast this month, aren't you? Yeah, I am. No, then I don't. You started this podcast, aren't you? Oh, then I'll talk about podcast- podcasting and then they'd be like, 
where's yours you know so it took a while for me to start it and I think I'm happy that I did um I went past the fear even though there are certain fears that I have already having started it but I'm definitely you know doing it with lots of courage and bravery and I think it's I owe it to myself and you guys owe it to yourself to believe in yourselves you know you need to work on yourself as well don't give up on yourself and allow yourself to see yourself at your greatest you know like that whole saying of there are so many um dreams in the graveyards you know that people didn't get to see come true but there are people who got to see their dreams come true and it just depends on you and how important it is for you to see yourself be your greatest or reach your fullest potential you know and I think that's exactly what life is and that's what you know God wants for us God has dreams for us that are bigger than we can imagine bigger than we can even fathom and you need to give yourself permission to be who God created you to be and you know it's funny how this past week like during the week um I was just going through Instagram and I got to um this image that um posted and this is from she so she posted a screenshot of a tweet <laughs> that she tweeted and she tweeted um just a quote from Amanda Dambuza and basically what Amanda Dambuza says is I will never feel like an imposter. This is the life I worked for. This is the life I envisioned. And I read that and it was just like this huge bright light. Just literally I was like a deer in headlights. (laughs) I was like, you can't feel like an imposter in the life that you've worked for. And in the life that you have envisioned and I always say to my friends God will never bring you this far to let you down if this is not where you are meant to be you would not be here and you would not be thriving in the space that you are in so you are meant to be here and you cannot feel like an imposter in this life that you live in guys people give the best advice usually don't take it you know? <laughs> um, but I definitely always tell my friends that I always tell them that you know you're here for a reason and if you weren't thriving in the space Um, then that would be a definite sign that you're not meant to be here. So you are meant to be where you are and you wouldn't be excelling in what you're doing if you weren't good at it and if you weren't meant to excel in it. So, yeah, man, I think essentially moral of the story is believe in yourself and work on yourself and allow yourself to, to be your greatest. Give yourself permission to be who you are meant to be on this earth and give yourself the life that you want for yourself allow yourself to live that life um and that's what i that's what i'm striving for and that's what i'm trying to do and i hope that after this episode anyone who suffers from imposter syndrome or anyone who's feeling very doubtful and unsure about their lives that you take my advice (laughs) that you take my advice so yeah guys thank you so much for listening thank you guys so much for supporting my podcast thank you for all the messages thank you for all the dms um and even people that aren't necessarily you know talking to me on the socials i see you guys i appreciate you guys and thank you so much like i always say for making my dreams come true and being a part of the bigger picture and i will continue to do this even if it's for two people or two million people 
um it really means a lot to me that you guys are here so love and light to all of you guys till we meet again on the next episode of the vibe podcast love and light bye